Hey, I'm Brandon Marsh. And I'm Sam Voss. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. I mean, it's a work in progress. Come along for the ride. Okay, episode 10. Is it? Uh, no, it's not episode 10. Yes, it is. This is you the 10th episode. This is the 10th employee highlight. No, this is the 10th episode we have recorded. Really? Yes. Holy cow. I'll show you. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Check it out. Episode 9. I mean, we... Oh, this might be fun. Here, let me read all these. Okay, episode one, about the owners. Episode two, characteristics of a priced right employee. Episode three, money will not push you towards happiness. Episode four, it's about the relationship. Episode five, do we value people for their grind or for their insight? Episode six, live in the moment. Episode seven, entering into conflict. Episode eight, the struggle of accountability and commitment. Episode nine, what do I do if I work for a boss I don't like? Episode ten, celebrate good times come on i told you dude your mic had to been peeking on that one uh, it's not bad actually i see some nice little wavelengths coming in through here on reaper um you're like a weatherman but with sound <laughs> yeah so coming across the midwest today we got a, a cold front coming through so make sure you get your jackets this morning folks but grab the sunglasses for the afternoon plenty of sunshine today in nunica michigan <laughs> dude you are on one today that's awesome <laughs> oh man hey welcome back to the price right podcast my name is sam voss i am brandon marsh we're excited to have you guys with us episode 10 that means 10 weeks we've sat together for 30 minutes, 45 minutes. An hour. An hour. Do you know how much time that is total? Uh, 10 hours. T- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was a stumping Marion Marsh question. Slightly less. <laughs> oh, man. So how are you doing? Not too bad. You? Oh, is your house coming along? House is coming along. Um, yeah. Wow. I, I usually don't get too transparent on here, but I'm ready for the house to be done that's you know this is your transparency right here well yeah well <laughs> yeah i guess so more transparent would be saying that i'm sick of getting home at 10 30 every night well technically you're home earlier oh because you're working on your home oh you're not wrong yeah he's you're not wrong no it's going good though um Pretty much, we should be in at the end of next week. Pool opens this weekend. Ooh, party. Party. So, going to get that puppy starting to warm up, and we'll see if uh, a couple people might be able to jump in Memorial Day weekend. Yep. We'll, we'll uh, post Sam's address on here, so yes. you guys are welcome. 12257 Cleveland Street. <laughs> Nunica. Nunica, Michigan, 49448. Um, no, it should be a good time, but uh, excited to have it done. But what about you? I saw you had something draped over the back of your tailgate this morning. Oh, yeah. That's just my pad to lay bikes on. In your truck? Mm-hmm. Oh, no good. Yeah, it's just lazy sometimes and don't take it off after the weekend. Do you go riding every weekend? Pretty much. Dang. If it's nice. On trails or just do you go? Yeah. Now, there's, are they street legal bikes? I was talking mountain bikes. Hmm. I thought you were talking motocross. Nope. Nope. I ordered 
some new springs for oh, my big fine. dirt bike so hopefully that will kind of because i'm light as a feather so hopefully <laughs> they'll make it less harsh light as a feather what did uh uh float like a butterfly sting like a bee who said that? <laughs> uh muhammad ali that's right whoa you're ready today for stomping brandon marsh later i don't on. know about that i had to walk oh, twice are. in the parking lot that fresh air to wake me up Ooh, i love that i love that um i mean i'm really excited to be getting my dirt bike with you too <laughs> chris does not believe me <laughs> i was like well, sam wants to get a dirt bike and he's like what <laughs> i have a buddy well you've seen him justin and hook he does like our photos and graphics and stuff like that that guy who walks around the camera sometimes oh the, he did the commercials yes, yes okay he just bought a dirt bike perfect and he's been trying to get me to buy a dirt bike too so now that i have both of you telling me to buy a dirt bike did he ride one before uh yeah here and there like here and there not as not yeah. as um committed as you are uh like you go down to ohio or is that for mountain biking? that's by pedally bikes oh the old peddlers yes all right good for you good for you exercising i <laughs> gotta <laughs> gotta do something oh man hey well we um this is episode 10, so if you're listening with us for the first time, welcome to episode 10. If you're finally made it to episode 10, it's good to see you <laughs> here with us. But um, we are hoping to jump into a little bit about what's going on around the dealership today, a few leadership uh, pieces of advice, I guess, and then uh, we'll get into some employee highlights, and of course, I'll try to stump Brandon Marsh, but... <laughs> Beyond that, let's uh, let's jump into what's going on around the dealership. Here's what's happening around the dealership, presented to you by Price Right Auto. So at least in service, I mean. Yeah, what's going on? We're losing a guy, mm. but we might be gaining another. Yeah, so. so we're still looking for those positions. Um, if you're listening yeah. and you know if you're a technician at a different shop and you're just... Well, I guess we could speak to this for a quick second. I don't, I didn't know this coming into this, and we've said this before on the podcast, but <clears throat> generally dealerships are not... Well, it sounds like <laughs> dealerships are not always the most fun to work for. It depends. It like So I had... I would say more of a positive experience working at a franchise hmm. dealership just because I started basically from the beginning. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Now I'm here. And uh, basically, so a lot of issues I see, not only like with warranty and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's kind of how you play the game. Mm. And luckily I had a really good teacher. Right. You know, that kind of guided me through because it was just me and him for yeah. the longest time until they could find people and people would quit all the time and it's crazy it was uh, a wild ride for sure and but it taught me a lot and what i see a lot of times is these young guys go into a dealer well they have a couple top techs that mm -hmm. have been there forever so they get fed mm -hmm. and then the up-and-comer kind of struggles and isn't making the kind of money that they want to make because you got right. to invest a lot of money and time oh, yeah. into this business. And it just is discouraging. So they yeah. just end up leaving because they're like, hey, I could just get out of this field and go do HVAC or mm -hmm. something. Right. You know, because I'm still familiar with systems like that. Right. And I don't need to have all this money and tools, yep. training. I can just go to work. And uh, 
yeah so it's kind of both both ends i've mm. even heard it from like master techs that have been doing it for years mm. end up thrown in the towel because they're hiring a bunch of young guys and they're getting all the quote-unquote gravy work you know suspension yeah. brakes and stuff so things you can whip out really quick to kind yeah. of make up for the downfall of like hey i got my butt kicked on this warranty wiring job mm. or whatever and uh yeah so it's kind of both sides you see mm. but obviously our culture here we're trying to adjust and change that to make it beneficial for everybody yeah trying to i mean because it sounds like oftentimes dealerships are a little bit like what you say maybe that's even the best way to say it it's it's so you compare yourself so much to others either like text like well so-and-so is getting this kind of work i'm not yes. getting that work sales guys are the same way honestly like so-and-so is getting all these leads i'm not getting any leads i'm sure details the same way i know like for Sometimes it can be the same for like marketing and like if we had more than one yeah. marketing person, you know, like so-and-so is getting to do this. I have to do this. Like you're so you're comparing yourself so much to other people. And it's kind of like, did you forget the fact that like we're a team and we're, we're trying to get to this goal together? Right. But it's kind of the human condition, especially oh, when you're involving commission. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact of the matter is most techs are flat rate. So it's like, why am I getting stuck with this crappy job that's going to take me right. all of the time to get it done when this dude is getting gravy steering gears yeah. or something and you can do them in 40 minutes, you mm. know? So it's, it's definitely a different kind of, I mean, automotive is just different world. Brutal. Well, not brutal. Well, it can maybe be. It is. Yeah. I think that's the, I mean, if you're listening and you're looking and you're a technician somewhere else, I would say, First of all, we got a, at both shops a solid group of guys. Um, and there's always work. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, we... I mean, I came from a dealer where... What the heck is Chris doing out there? <laughs> You're so loud. <laughs> You're banging on the side of the wall. <laughs> Chris is up here by our window right now. I think he's trying to scare me. I did, I did text him. I was like, Sam's creeping through the shop and <laughs> thinking you're going to scare him. That was awesome. No, but um, we are hiring that that position still, like like Brandon mentioned. I mean, technician role and Marn and Nunica. And Marn and Nunica. Um, and still hiring a buyer. Um, so you know somebody who might be interested in that kind of a role and would fit the culture that we're trying to build that would be incredible to send them our way but i know the sales guys in nunica and marn wanted to have a little update on who's winning so you know we, who it is oh we know we know so we have two stores um marn one in marn and one in nunica um we are a team but we like to have fun and be competitive so Absolutely. the stores tend to compete with each other on who's selling more vehicles, who has more deposits, yada, yada, yada. So currently, well, let me do this really quick. Let me pull up the last three months for our listeners so they can understand a little bit more to the context of what's happened, what's been happening. Okay. It's not fair just to say the first two weeks of this month, I don't think. And everybody's going to say, well, that's because you like um, Marn more than, more than Nunica. That's false. Okay, I'm done listening to that garbage. Who says that? Everybody. Well, everybody in Marn thinks that I like Nunica more than Marn, and everybody in Nunica thinks that I like Nunica or Marn more than Nunica. 
And you know what I always tell him? You love everybody. I love everybody. I'm on both teams. <laughs> yeah, you're a lover. I'm a lover, not a fighter, baby. Brandon Marsh knows that. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, the last three months. Um, February, Marn beat Nunica by eight sales. March, Marn beat Nunica by eight sales. April, Marn beat Nunica by 21 sales. <laughs> Now we get to today. Okay? Okay. Okay. You got it? Okay. So as of today, um, I can't remember already. Okay. As of today, 18 days into May. Wow, that was, this is kind of rhyming. <laughs> as of You're today, doing great. 18 days into May, Nunica leads the way. No way. But, <laughs> but, Marn yes. has a lot more deposits. So currently, no Nunica is up by eight. But Marn has 12 more deposits than Nunica. So this right here is where it's going to come down to the service department. Ooh. If the service department steps up and gets all those vehicles done, that typically, if you have a deposit on a car, it's not done in some right. form of service. So, if they can bang through all those cars, that's a that you're you're throwing a little challenge to the to the Marn boys today, aren't you? Oh yeah, I love that. I think it's good. Time to get on the podium. Time to get on the podium. <laughs> no, I think um, obviously we are a team, and we and we love um, we love selling cars and putting dreams into driveways. <laughs> Did you just make that up? <laughs> No, it's on the Midwest website. Really? Yeah, we put dreams into driveways. With Big Ed? With Big Ed and Dusty. <laughs> we sure do. We sure do. We put dreams into driveways. Um, but we also like to have fun and be competitive. So, sales guys, I hope that you guys enjoyed that little update. We'll, we'll try to do some of those updates every week here on the podcast. Um, but... What else is going on around the dealership? Anything else we need to hit on today? Nothing, I mean, we're hit. Yeah. We're hiring. We're just, yeah, we're hiring. Um, oh, car show. Oh, I mean, yeah. We June always 3rd. sprinkle your ad in, but we could talk yeah. about it today to mix it up, I guess. Yeah. June 3rd. June 3rd, yeah. So we're having a car show here at our Nunica location, June 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, classic cars, muscle cars, sports cars. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to have a food truck called Taco About It. Talk about it. <laughs> Talk That's about awesome. it. Um, and then a couple other food trucks as well, including some bounce houses. Should be a great time. It is a free event. So if you want to tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your family, come on down to Price Right Auto for the car show on June 3rd. Is it free to like enter your car in? Yeah, you can. Well, oh. within reason. I'm not going to. Do you have a. As long as it's like fits the ca- fits the criteria. What's the criteria? Like I'm not going to put my Impreza in it. Oh, yeah. I should. If it'll make it. <laughs> oh, it's going to make it. <laughs> I am thinking about driving it up north. No check engine light for the last week. Running smooth. Obviously, I got the rotors. Is that what's going on? Oh, your brake pulsation? Yeah. No. In the back. Oh, you probably got a wheel bearing going bad. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Can I drive on that for a while? Yeah, not? why not? Oh, I love that answer. <laughs> I love that answer. I'll call you if I get stranded. Yeah. Um, 
the axle will hold it together. For real? Yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to try that. I'll let you guys know how that goes next week. But um, I do know that um, Nicole was hoping and asked if we could touch on Honda Pilots a little yes. bit. Yes. I even sh- wrote it down on a sticky note so I didn't forget. Whoa, you want to shed a little wisdom for us? So I don't know if this is going to be discouraging to people, but I'm very honest. I don't see what the hype is about them. Whoa. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. My family has had... My dad has owned maybe three Pilots now, so he... He'll buy a pilot with like 30,000 miles, drive it till it has 150, and then he gets the exact same model again. 2013 Honda Pilot. They've all been 2013 Honda Pilot. Every single one. White white with gray interior. White with gray interior. White with gray interior. So he just finds one with lower miles? Yep. Huh. Every single time. He loves that body style. Because obviously, hmm. was it in 15 they switched body styles? I have no idea. Hmm. Well, you keep 16, talking about Honda Pilot. 17. And I'll get that like. answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> googling it right now. Of course. What do you think it is? You think fifteen? I think it's fifteen. I'm gonna say sixteen. Sixteen or seventeen? Sixteen. Sixteen. So, what is it? 2012. I think it's 2012 to 2015 is the mo- like the body style that people generally like. There's there. There we go. So, so 09 to fifteen. Jeez. <clears throat> okay, but tell us a little bit. Why aren't you on it? Why don't? Why aren't you on the? Pilot There's so many wagon? cars that drive better. Whoa, you are throwing shade on pilots. Today. Yeah, and even like there's many Hondas that drive better. I have driven 98 Honda Civics with 300,000 miles on it that drive smoother than a Honda Pilot. You just don't like them. Oh, I just don't get the. Everyone's like, we get Honda Pilots and they're sold like the day before we even get them. Oh yeah. But they just you cruise down the road and every Honda Pilot owner, I want you to really drive your car. Oh mm. nine to fifteen. Yep. Because that's what we have the most experience with here, and you will feel a vibration. Yeah. Now I would argue that Yukons are the same way. Yeah. Well, they're. So my question to you would be: Is that <laughs> they're, they're not great for vibrations either? Is that all like midsize or larger SUVs tend to have that vibration? Or no. no, you drive a Grand Cherokee, it's smooth. Okay, Chrysler. Boy. You drive a Ford Explorer even, and it's smoother. And I'm not a Ford fan, so that says something. True. So you have no tips or tricks about Honda Pilots? I mean, they they last. You know, they seem to be reliable for sure. But mm-hmm. I think you could honestly just get like, I mean, CRVs drive better. It's so weird. Mm. It's like the pilots to me. Every pilot I drive, I just feel that vibration going down the road and it's kind of obnoxious. Well, they just don't feel very like, they feel kind of tin canny. Sure. Like, what is the thing that, is it a water pump that people recommend getting done before 100,000? Oh, yeah. Miles? Time about water pump. Yeah. Yeah. And Honda uses that 3.5 and so many vehicles, mm. you know, the Odysseys and everything. So, I mean, that's common practice. Yeah. And they're easy to do on the pilots. There is quite mm-hmm. a bit of room in there. Um, but, yeah, that's my only, I would say that's my only bugaboo with Honda pilots is for the money because they, they always hold their value really sure. well. So for the money, I feel like the ride quality could be better. Mm. And again, it could go along the lines like some people might say like, hey, you need to replace because they have these active dampening 
engine mounts. Okay. And basically there's like a hydraulic fluid in there and then there's, it'll like electronically charge the fluid to mm. firm it up or soften it mm -hmm. depending on engine load, I'm assuming. Mm. And we've replaced those and got a lot of vibration out of vehicles. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem perfect. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, well, let's do this then. You, I've never, I've never heard you so negative about a vehicle before. Maybe it's just that kind of day. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no. For everyone else's sake. <laughs> I would I'm say they're definitely like they're worth buying for reliability. Sure. <clears throat> but if you want, if you're after so like compare, a plush ride, compare a. Because I know the other vehicle that Nicole was asking about was Durango's. So maybe do a little comparison because those are similar body types, midsize SUV. Yeah, the Durango's larger, not as fair. What kind of gas mileage does that show? The which one? Which year? You the, want to do twelve? Yeah. Pilot. Um, it looks like a Pilot, two thousand twelve Pilot. Um, eighteen City twenty five Highway. Okay. Then Durango. Yeah, do like a fourteen. All right, uh, 2014 Durango. Of course, it's not telling me. Because I know my friend Pat has one with a V6, and he's, I think, around 22 to 24. Let me check here. Okay, 18 City, 25 Highway. So, so it's pretty very much comparable. Same. But yeah. the Durango is larger. I will say. Now, both have third row seating, though. Yeah, the engine's not as reliable as the honda there's going to be some more maintenance and work to do this to is going to break nicole's heart i mean i think they're both <laughs> really good options i mean the pilot's yeah. going to be less maintenance mm. it's going to run and drive well um minus vibration the, exactly now my parent i've never noticed that in my parents really but i think you do drive a subaru though <laughs> not wrong <laughs> yeah anything compared to what i'm driving right now feels like luxury yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> i feel like i could just like when people ask me all the time it's kind of hard to be positive about a vehicle because yeah, i feel like they're asking me like what problems have i seen not like sure oh yeah what's, what's well great let's, about this okay car? so if brand if i gave you the choice okay hey i'm gonna let you have a 2014 honda pilot or a 2014 dodge durango Similar, we'll say that they both have 50,000 miles. Both are the color and trim you want, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's hard to say because I'm biased, so I would choose the Durango yeah. all day, every day. Now you own a Dodge, too, though. Yes. Okay, so I get it. I, I, I said this to you maybe like episode three or four. I am a sucker for the Durangos. They're the sporty. New, oh, they are. The RTs? Yeah. Whew, they're fun now they're no more no yeah they uh got replaced they have the grand cherokee l so it's a third row version oh, that of the grand cherokee yeah 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 that thing does look good yeah isn't it i was thinking the other day isn't it crazy to think that 10 years from now like those would be the cars that we have yeah so isn't that weird i thought about this <laughs> and it definitely Oh, it makes you feel weird. So think about this. So let's say every 10 years, roughly, mm -hmm. there's a, a big body style change in a vehicle. Yeah. 
So let's say on average, we're only going to be alive to see vehicles change nine times. Yeah, that's weird. Right? It seems like there would be more change. Right. But, I mean, on, I mean, I guess on the high end of the average, every 10 years, like a, sure. a new truck will come out, like it's yep. all redesigned body and everything. Yep. But yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, if we're lucky, we're going to see nine yeah, that's vehicles crazy. change. Yeah, that is, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about thinking about that. Yeah. Mortality. <laughs> Let's talk about mortality today. I mean, Bigfoot? He ain't real. Okay. All right, so. <laughs> Sasquatch, Ryan. Is that the same thing? Ryan and Chris, that was for you guys. <laughs> Bigfoot's not real. Aliens, we're not gonna we're not gonna say they're not real, but we're not sure yet. I think versions of aliens are real, not like the movie kind of aliens. Well, they definitely come from the ocean. Aliens come from yeah. the ocean. If aliens are real, I think aliens come from the ocean because because we have only explored like thirty percent of the ocean. That's that's fair because there's uh what do they talk about like the the depths of the sea yeah they're like because they did testing and there's some like fish that's like the size of... yeah look at this currently less than 10 percent of the global ocean is mapped using modern modern sonar technology for the ocean and coastal waters of the united states only about 35 percent has been mapped with modern methods more than 80% of the ocean has never been mapped or explored or even seen by humans. Dang. So there could be a whole underwater society. Uh, Star Wars? You watch Star Wars? Huh. The Gungans? Remember the Gungans? They live underwater? No. I don't yeah, well, I'm, I'm nerding out hard today over here. The Gungans? The Gungans. No? Are they like Oompa Loompas of the Come sea? Come on, man. You know Jar Jar Binks? That's who he is? Yeah. Is a Gungan? Why was he outside of the water so much? Because he does what he wants. It's, it's Jar Jar. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I had no Check idea. It out. He Look at always... their, this is all underwater. Huh. Maybe that's true. Maybe there is an underwater... Yeah, maybe Star, War, Star Wars Empire. is real life. Okay, so... Sam's face just brightened up <laughs> so much. Well, I mean, Star Wars is, is, isn't it supposed to be futuristic? Yeah. Uh, no. It's the past. No. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Oh, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. You're right, but I don't like that because it's so, <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel like we like <laughs> declined in human history and now we're going to get more technologically savvy again. I don't think so. I mean, okay. our clothes are way better. I would argue our clothes are worse. I wish I could wear a gown. A a did <laughs> you say gown, a gown with a D? Gowned? All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, man. Okay, so um, one of the things... Well, thanks for sharing those things. I hope that was helpful for people to, to learn about Durangos and pilots. But Yep. You're welcome, Nicole. I'm sure we didn't answer your questions, but... You can always we tried. ask us later. We tried. So um, every morning, um, Brian Kite, we've talked about Brian Kite before, but a lot of us here have signed up for his kind of daily discipline, if you will. 
Um, today he mentioned some things about um, relationships, which I thought would be good to share. Maybe yeah. it's just a tip or a trick for you if you're listening. But um, <clears throat> it says this. Um, some relationships need is for one person to act as their better self instead of their lesser self, especially if the other person is operating from their lower self. Then he kind of gives four bullet points or four, four challenges. He says, instead of going low with a sarcastic comment, go high with a caring question. I love that. <laughs> Two, instead of going low with an emotional reaction, go high with an intentional, uh, intentional response. Three, instead of going low and trying to win, go high and try to align on a shared purpose. Four, instead of going low and prioritizing personal preference, go high and prioritize the group's needs. What do you think? I think you, you're you saying a lot about <laughs> things that you agree with. <laughs> and it's really shocking to me that you just have a knife on your desk right now. Uh, I get nervous when I'm with you. <laughs> no, that's... Um, as somebody who's responsible for letting some employees go, sometimes it's my only line of defense. <laughs> Am I going to have to cut that out? No. All right. So. <laughs> People got to know you <laughs> You stay strapped. <laughs> strapped, baby. He, um, he ends it by saying, reacting from your lower self invites the other person to join you. Reacting from their lower self, too. Someone else... Uh, instigating a situation as their lower self invites you to react from your lower self. Whether starting a conversation, responding to someone else, or joining a conversation in progress, do not perpetuate dysfunction by reacting from your lower self. Elevate the conversation and invest in the relationship by responding from your higher self. The time is now. Do the work. So that's super difficult, though. Oh, it's super difficult, but I think... I mean, every week we try to hit on leadership a little bit, but I thought this might be a a good thing to hit on really quick. I mean, regardless of the position that you're in, in in an organization, what would it look like for you if you tried to respond or walked into a situation and took the higher road? Right. I mean, we kind of talked I, about this at the beginning, like so-and-so is getting better work than me or so-and-so is getting more leads than yeah. me or so-and-so has it easier than me. Like, while all of those things might be true, I'm not trying to... Not. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to like... Um, well, it's like you want to, so you don't want to, cause we all work together. So you don't want to constantly feel like you're talking. You don't ever want to feel like you're talking above somebody. Right. But you want, so I feel like as a human, we always try to find common ground mm -hmm. between each other. Right. No matter who you're talking to, you try to find that common place. So the bad thing that I feel like i get roped into sometimes is the negative side of things mm -hmm. like oh yeah so and so is doing this or whatever and it's like all right you know you you found the common ground because you may feel that way mm -hmm. about that person right. too right but you shouldn't feed the fire yeah for that and then that's where you got to look all right how can i spin this positively to make it feel as if you know the tech that's having the issue or mm -hmm. the employee that's having the issue feels good at the end of the conversation. Right. If you feed the fire, like, Oh yeah, yeah. It's stupid that they're getting this. It's because they can't do any of this stuff. Right. Like you can do it. 
that's not going to help the situation at all. Right. He, you just acknowledge the, what the complaint was Mm -hmm. and you are basically saying, yeah, that's, it's true. Right. Instead of being like, Hey, you know, this guy's starting out, we're trying to help him grow and Mm -hmm. then we can push more of the stuff that you may not like to do. Right. You know, like, so that way he can kind of take over and be Mm -hmm. more self-sufficient doing the things you're currently doing. Right. So right now, you know, it's not ideal, but think about the future Mm -hmm. and it's going to be working out for both of you guys. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think, I mean, taking, taking the high road means that sometimes you might feel like a punching bag as well. Yes. And the reality is, is that sometimes doing the right thing just feels that way. Um, and I think that's where you need to operate and decide, are you responding to situations based on your feelings? Cause if you're, if you're reacting to conversations and situations based on your feelings, you're operating in them inaccurately. So because do you, think you can't it, allow your feelings to dictate the way you respond to everything. I yeah. mean, because sometimes you say stuff to me, I'm like, that's BS. I've never felt that way, by the way, about you. But oh, that <laughs> there, really shocked me. There have been situations where people are saying things, and I'm sure I've tried, I've said things that people are like, dude, that is so off. Yeah. But you can't just respond with the way you're feeling because it's disrespectful, it's not caring. It's it might be you might feel like I can say whatever I want. While that might be true, there are still repercussions and consequences <laughs> to saying whatever you want. Do you think if you took all your emotion out, you would generally have better Oh, reactions? 100%. I mean, our emotions are what... Our emotion, As human beings, our emotions are one of the greatest things that we've been given, that we feel things, and we feel emotional and happy and sad and excited yeah. and... right. But when it comes to a workplace, it's good to have all of those feelings. It's good to be excited. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel frustrated. But you can't allow your entire day or the way that you respond to your work be dictated by that emotion, right? Yeah. It's kind of like you almost need to be able to have a, a bucket that that's able to go into. Like I know... Uh, Just cram it deep down. Cram it deep down. The other, <laughs> the other day I was... Uh, maybe it was last Monday. Maybe it was this Monday. I can't remember when it was. But a couple people I know, like you said it to me, Chris said it to me, Jason said it to me. I was being quiet. You were off. Yeah, I was off, right? Yeah, and you weren't yelling, <laughs> hooting and hollering. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so <laughs> I was off, and I think it's a good example of when you are allowing your current situation and the emotions of your current situation to drive the way you're reacting to things, it can become unhealthy. Right, because I feel like I'm just rambling about it. I think it, maybe it's a challenge to myself. There are always going to be outside factors that will distract you from being efficient in your job, and it could be an outside factor inside of the workplace. Yes, no matter what job, what right. position you're in. But how can you compartmentalize? I mean, compartmentalizing is probably one of the things I struggle with. But how can you compartmentalize things where you say, okay, this situation's going on? with an employee, with a friend, with a spouse, kids, you name it, whatever's going on, and you're able to set that aside and say, I'm not going to allow that to be a distraction from me being efficient today. But also, hey, I might be frustrated with an employee with a situation going on at work or you know, whatever. I'm not gonna allow my emotion towards that person or towards that situation 
to change the way that I'm going to carry myself today because I'm grounded. I'm, I want to right. We said this in maybe the second episode characteristics of a price, right? Employee. I want to do my best to be humble. I want to do my best to be held accountable. I want to do my best to enter into conflict and I want to do my best to be somebody, an individual of high character. Any outside situation or, or inside situation that's going on is not going to change those four things that I'm going after. Well, you're trying not to let it change right. those things. <laughs> but it, I'm a human. Yeah. Right. So it, it, it will at, some, at times. But I mean, I think Brian Kite's saying, hey, take, try to take the high road. Yeah. You know? Um, and it'll end up working out. I mean, it's kind of crazy too, because you, you hear people, especially like, older guys or not just guys but older people right just like you know it's like why are you you always ask like the older generation like how are you how are you so Mm. calm right you know and i think the older you get obviously the more wise you get but mainly because they start to see situations Mm -hmm. like that and they see how they reacted poorly in the past yeah and now how they're starting to act like i do understand because i've I've seen similar scenarios like mm-hmm. this. Let's work on a way to progress and get out of this situation. Right. And they just think logically instead yeah. of with all their emotions. Well, and I think the other thing is um, like be a problem solver. Yeah. Don't, don't just like, because everyone's going to, especially if you're in a leadership role, mm-hmm. everyone's got problems. Oh, minor 100%. to major, they all have problems and they all want to voice their problems. Right. And if you're a new leader, mm-hmm. that will break you down. Because oh, if you think you have a lot of problems just doing one job mm-hmm. every day, imagine, you know, being a leader where you have to monitor multiple people, multiple teams. Yeah. And so you have more than one job. Mm-hmm. on top of not just dealing with your own problems and difficulties completing that job right. everyone else's 100 percent. so that's where you gotta really you gotta i mean leaders are impressive you have to mm. literally take yourself out of the equation and only think about others yeah it's not always easy but i do have an employee highlight today who i think embodies a lot of these characteristics should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Right. Who's that? It's time for the owner highlight of the week, where the owners choose one employee each week going above and beyond for the company. Enjoy. You deserve it. I know we talked about a couple people, but I think Chris had somebody, right? Yeah, so every week, um, we have two today, actually, but every week we highlight a uh, different employee. So generally what we do is we have an owner highlight every week where an owner of the company, um, John, Holly, Chris, but also we always invite listeners, employees to highlight a different employee as well. So if you're a customer and you had a good experience with an employee, let us know. We'd love to share that. Um, or a manager might share one about a different employee, which we have one today. But first, we're going to go into the owner highlight of the week. And this is from Chris Stuyvesant, um, and it's about Mr. Kevin Rowe. Oh, love Kevin. Kevin is a solid guy. Sorry, let me fold this paper in half. So I'm going to try to – the last couple of weeks I've been struggling with my employee highlights, reading them because I get so <laughs> emotional. Okay, so Kevin Rowe. 
Kevin is one of those hassle-free employees that every employer dreams of. He has been extremely dependable, extremely consistent, and holds a very high standard for quality, which is important in auto body repair. Kevin in a normal dealership may go unnoticed, not because of performance, but because he just comes to work, does his job the best of his ability, never complains, never causes problems, and is always willing to help. Kevin has brought 15 plus years of experience to Price Right Auto and is well-rounded of a technician as you can ask for. Kevin is capable of just about anything when it comes to repairing a vehicle. Whether it's a heavy collision, cosmetic dent repair, part swapping, or painting, Kevin can do it all and at a very high level. I have never heard anyone at Price Right Auto have a negative thing to say about Kevin. We all love and appreciate having him as a vital part of the team and love that he sees the vision of the future of the Price Right Auto body shop. Yeah, Kevin, I will say, and I've said it to them, mm-hmm. Kevin and Isaiah both, I've worked at a dealership, had a body shop attached to it. I would never bring my vehicle there. Mm. I had body repairs done before, and I just went to a completely different shop. Sure. Because I just didn't trust that my vehicle was going to get taken care of, which is sad because I worked there. Yeah. You know? So it's like I see people that don't know. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's just the level of work here yeah i mean i have no problem having them fix my stuff work Mm -hmm. on friends cars like my buddy's 22 gmc is sitting out back because he hit a deer oh and he's like where do i bring it and i was like you gotta bring it to kevin i mean yeah kevin and isaiah both they just solid solid guys and i think they I mean, I think we try to do our best at this, and um, maybe next time we should get into our mission statement and purpose a little bit, but we we want to treat every vehicle like it's our own vehicle, you know? Like, I think sometimes it's like, hey, let's get this car in and out as fast as we can. Like, yeah, being efficient and speed is important, but I mean, Rob said this the other day, like, speed never trumps quality. Like, our number one priority is quality. And if that means it's going to take a little bit longer, that's fine because we yep. want the customer to be happy and for the vehicle to look better than it did when it came in, obviously. You know? Yeah. So, But I think Kevin is an awesome uh, part of that team and a, and a huge part of that team. And then today we also have another highlight. Are you going to read this one? Yeah, I'll try it. Yes. <coughs> I feel like I'm back in school. So Austin. Brandon, can you please read? <laughs> read for us, Brandon. That's like a teacher, you know? Too far. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> What was your favorite teacher? Uh, name. Just name. Mr. Falk. Mr. Falk. Mr. Falk. Matthew nice. Falk. What class did he teach? Uh, physics. Oh. And I hated physics. Hated it. But just a good guy. Yeah. You know? What about you? Mr. Thomas taught what? history. Oh, I did like history. Mr. Wieringo would have been my second one. He taught history. I think history teachers always kind of got a little swag to them. Yeah, they're pretty. It's like they've they've been places. They've been. They've been in history. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Sorry about that. So anyway, we got Austin Snyder. Uh, He's basically our F&I slash sales manager. Uh, He recommended that we uh, speak highly of our salesman, RJ, today. RJ is a good dude. I mean, 
not what he wrote down, but he's just one of those guys, no matter what the situation, he's calm, collected. Always calm. And we touched on it last week. Yeah, we did. When a car burned out on the side of the road yeah. and RJ talked to our <laughs> boss and he's like, hey, Chris, uh, there's a car burned down or on fire on the side of the road. And Chris thought it was a joke because RJ's so calm about it. And it's just nothing nothing ever gets under RJ's skin, or at least he I hides agree. it very well. I'm I sure agree. some things do, but... He's an awesome guy, and he this is. is what Austin had to say. Uh, basically saying, RJ has been in the automotive industry for a long time now, and having someone on my sales team like RJ has been a great experience. Mm. He has taught everyone, including myself, a lot about the automotive industry. RJ puts customer experience at the top of his priority list when working with a customer here at Price Right Auto. RJ has a softer and friendlier approach. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, he's... Yep calm collected to selling vehicles and to always make sure that the customer's needs are met thank you rj for continuing to be the comedic and friendly relief we all need here in the sales department Mm. and uh there's actually a review attached oh nice Um, basically i think it's like a mother daughter brought my daughter in to buy her first vehicle the staff are all professional and friendly thank you rj and staff for making this such a wonderful experience mm. we will definitely be back and that was the mother i believe and then the daughter at the bottom this was my first car buying experience and rj is amazing he made it such a fun and amazing and easy experience i will most definitely recommend him and this dealership to anyone who asks thanks again whoa five on five stars five on five (laughs) is that is that like your sexy voice (laughs) do you do that to your wife all the time (laughs) come on over here baby um make me a sandwich (laughs) (laughs) no i've never that's terrible i've never done that voice before I doubt it because you do it almost every time we do a podcast. <laughs> um, no, the RJ is a solid guy, and I think this is why I think these employee highlights and especially the, uh, a manager highlight is so awesome. Like, there's a lot of people who play a role in what we do here, right? Because you highlight Kevin. Kevin is in a much different role than RJ. Yeah, but they are equally as important and equally as good of people like yeah pick your department here and it's just good people there yeah you know so uh if you have somebody that you would like to highlight please let us know you can either just tell us email us um hr at price or just text one of us if you know us that'd be great we'd love to highlight them um we say this every week but it's so important um we want to hear feedback on what you guys think about this we want to hear feedback a little bit on if you want us to talk about a different thing, um, just like shoot us a text and be like, hey, you guys should talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. Um, because we don't, while I love being with Brandon Marsh, it's not all about Brandon and Sam. It's also about you as a listener. Yeah. So, and hopefully, like we always say, we're trying to help others and also help ourselves. So if you can help us, help you. That's all we're wanting. That's all we want, baby. <laughs> That's all we want, baby. See, there it is. All right, you ready to to get into it? Yeah. Stumping Brandon Marsh. Can they stump him with this week's riddle? You are so close to your microphone right now. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Eight. Your nose is just resting on that thing. Does it smell good? So I used to 
being worship ministry in production. And technically, you're not with podcasting, but you put your chin right up against your microphone. Does your hair like? Oh, make my noise? hair would get stuck in it sometimes. Like you pull Ooh, it yeah. out, and it's, you know, it's the worst thing ever. But okay, you ready? Yep. I think you got a shot. <laughs> I think you got a shot. Remove my skin and I won't cry, but you might. Remove my skin. Onion. Yes, sir. Mr. Mosh. Do you want to try to go two for two today? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, you're not going to like that one, so I'll pick a different one. <laughs> I feel like if okay, I get it wrong, ready? I'm not going to like it. Okay, two for two. If you can go two for two. It flips. It flips. You ready? Yep. <laughs> I got to make sure you can't get it. Okay. <laughs> what has many keys but can't open a single lock? What has many keys but can't open a single lock? A keychain. A piano. <sighs> so honestly, how bad was my answer there? Because it Not makes bad. sense. A keychain, though, like I'm it like has a lot of keys but can't open a lock. Well, yeah, it can because it has a bunch of keys. But the, it could be the wrong keys. <laughs> fair i guess you're right yeah i mean you're not wrong this is why i get paid to do sam think outside the box fair all right well thanks um so much for listening with us today and once again let us know what you think and how we can be helpful to you in your life yeah i love it no matter facebook messages text messages hearing I what love everyone you say, says i love it you're rubbing off on me i love it <laughs> or stop it s-t-a-h-p stop stop it or hot, H-A-W-T, halt. Oh, yeah. Halt. That's a good one. All right, well, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this halt weather. Oh, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, yeah, but golf the weekend. weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Dang it. Wear a Bring poncho. the rain gear. All right, well, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye-bye.